0: Kia and hello. My name is Bernadine Rangi, and you are listening to my podcast, Catch Up with a Bee. Today's date is the 25th of April 2020, and I am coming to you live all the way from Trentham, Wellington, New Zealand. And if you are or are not aware, for those of us within Australia and New Zealand, and many other places around the world, um, today is ANZAC Day. And it's a remembrance day uh, for um, soldiers, fallen soldiers, and for soldiers who are still alive also as well. But particularly in remembrance of for those who... Um lost their lives in many uh, past wars and skirmishes around the world and for present um, or current um, military activity that australian and new zealand soldiers are involved in around the world so it's a remembrance day today here in new zealand It's a public holiday also. Um, And it's been celebrated in a very different way this year um, due to the world pandemic of the coronavirus or COVID-19, which unless you're living under a rock, um, it's affected our daily lives. And um, because of that, generally on the Anzac Day, people normally gather to remember their fallen comrades um, at your local uh, RSAs or RSLs um, or places for returned soldiers. Um, and these places are closed so uh, this year and we're not allowed to gather at this point. So as a matter of respect and appreciation, New Zealanders were asked to stand at the end of their driveway at 6am this morning. to to remember um, those folks who fought for our freedom and who gave their lives for that. And for those soldiers who are alive as well and who managed to survive those particular uh, skirmishes, uh, battles, for want of a better word. So we will remember them. At the setting down of the sun. Today is Anzac Day and wherever you are in the world. Um, whether you celebrate or, or not or remember Anzac Day or not. Um, that's what we are doing in my part of the world. Here in good old Trentham. And it has a particular significance here with Trentham. Because this is where the military um, or the Trentham army camp uh, is still is, and that's the place that many of those good folks in World War Two would have came, would have come to train to go and fight in World War II, and many, you know, other campaigns after World War II, so wherever you are, um, stay safe, stay well. And I look forward to sharing today's um, podcast with you. Now, it seems that obviously I have decided to record on Anzac Day, and that seems to be more of a coincidence than anything, and possibly because my house is nice and quiet at the moment, it seemed the most opportune time to record podcast number four. So today, we are recording podcast number four and the topic for podcast number four. Now, unless, and it's a health check and a health update, and unless you have seriously been living in the bush under a tree, very isolated somewhere, today's topic, we're going to talk about the World Health pandemic called coronavirus or COVID-19. Now, before I begin to do that, I want to pay tribute and acknowledgement to my parents, uh, to my mum, Rowania Robinson, and of course to my dad, Bernard Oropata Arangi, because of course without them I wouldn't be here, so tribute and acknowledgement to them, and today especially, I'd like to pay special tribute and acknowledgement to my friends and family around the world, to all the people that I care about. Much love to you all. And one group who I wanted to, um, and I'll continue to mention them, um... And my podcast is called, and I've got the name right this time, I've been watching the videos, I Am a Survivor Animal in Farm Sanctuary. Yep, that's the name of the group, they are a charity, they have become a charity, and it's a husband and wife, and because of Hurricane Harvey, I think, I don't want to get my hurricanes mixed up, um, you know, that wrecked their farm. And as a result of that I think they had one surviving donkey. It's a long story. Um, check them out on Facebook, they put up some fantastic videos and they take in, they obviously had their own animals that they look after. But they obviously taken other animals as well. So that group all oh, the videos are funny. But they're also a serious charity and they get many donations from people around the world now that group again just to repeat is called i am a survivor animal farm sanctuary they are on facebook and they do have their own web page website so please check them out they're in america obviously i think they're in texas somewhere so let's continue with the topic at hand, so unless you have been seriously living at the top of a tree, um, the whole world has been affected by the pandemic, coronavirus, COVID-19. So here in New Zealand, on Wednesday the 25th of March at 11.59, New Zealand went into a lockdown or a national emergency alert level 4. So what did that mean for us, lovely citizens of good old New Zealand? And our country has been in lockdown since March the 25th, alert level 4, and on Monday, April the 27th, we are about to um, change at 11.59, April 27th, the alert level will be going from level 4 to level 3. So, alert level 4, which is a national emergency, so that means all non-essential businesses closed down. They were not allowed to trade or operate. So that's everything. And only essential services, such as hospitals, any sort of... Icares and supermarkets, actually. Any a, a, a service that the deemed essential doctors um, had to stay, uh, stayed open, but the rest had to close. That's including um, schools. It's including any businesses, particularly where people gather in great numbers such as gyms. Um, etc because the belief was that uh, we wanted to minimise the community transmission of the coronavirus and the only way to do that was to enforce I think a national lockdown that limits people's movement and people's interaction with each other and we were advised to stay home, we are we were not allowed to go out only for essential shopping and for walks around the neighborhood. And in my observation people went for very long walks around <laughs> in their neighbourhood, which was really supposed to be the streets and surrounding areas. Tent to a five, six, seven, eight, nine K walk. Saw a lot of that. The borders in us. So all borders were closed, all um were in and that's around the world, that's just not in New Zealand, so flights were cancelled, borders were closed, and anyone coming in in that last sort of flurry of people trying to get back home to New Zealand uh, were tested rigorously, and anyone returning from travel had to go into a 14-day mandatory self-isolation, and you were either placed in self-isolation, or you had to have a quite a good plan, And you had to outline the plan um, to say where you were going to do your self-isolation. So, a very serious pandemic. Um, And I think, personally, the government, our New Zealand government, made the right decision and took action very quickly in order to stem the flow of cases, obviously, and any resulting deaths. Um, And I think they did that at the right time. I think, you know, I'm pretty vague on the numbers at this point, and we're about a month down the track since the country closed. Um, I think we have 1,032 confirmed cases of coronavirus, um, and for a population of 4 million people, that's pretty good, I think. And there have been deaths, but not to the extent. So in America, they've had at least 20,000 deaths due to coronavirus. i not a statistics person. Statistics change every day. And, and there's many, there's a lot of information out there about um, coronavirus cases and, and how many deaths. And it seems to be it's affected very much, Lee. Um, the older generation particularly in clusters here in New Zealand and the rest homes so that's no essential you weren't a travel for regular citizens you were only allowed to go out and do essential shopping Um, online ordering became the order of the day um, here in New Zealand, the New Zealand government uh, put a channel, obviously, because schools were closed. They are reopening um, when the alert level changes, and that's Tuesday for school children um, from you know from kids from zero to um, to year ten here in New Zealand, and. But you are encouraged to keep your children home if you can. But if you have to return to work, um, then you have the option of option taking, you know, of sending your children back to school. Online shopping has flourished, and with the level going down to level three, now non-essential businesses who are able to deliver either online. Um, Shopping and obviously contactless delivery and now opening and people are very much looking forward to the takeaways reopening Um, and you won't be able to sit in for a meal say at the big takeaways but for those that have drive through you will be able to drive through and I can tell you those lines will be longer than the supermarket lines I've actually found the supermarket lines, and I've been very lucky here in Alpaharta, I think, because it's such a small community. It's been fairly jovial, fairly. You know, everyone's in the same boat. We all have to stand in line and be sort of staggered with the entry with a security guard who lets some people out of the supermarket and, and thus lets people in to the supermarket, and that, that just. you know, just ensures that there's a limited amount of people in the supermarket at any one time. And it hasn't been too bad. Um there have been big issues with people panic buying and with people bulk buying because it was a concern, particularly as things went into lockdown that there wouldn't be enough food or supplies. And people were bulk buying toilet paper and doing all sorts of stupid stuff. And, you know, obviously The food, supply chain stays open, meatworks stay open, the growers um, that supply supermarkets and food growing places like that, they stay open, the food supply chain has to stay open during these times, and while they've been under pressure, um, obviously there's been a big demand for food, and so, you know... They've experienced probably a peak busyness that they've never had before. But you know, we're in extraordinary times. I found the shopping experience, particularly here in the Hutt Valley, to be quite pleasant. I did see one, how can I say, fracker in the supermarket line, but that was an older gentleman and I just, you know, we're all a bit touchy. There's a way to, 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 to deal with stuff. And, uh, you know, big ups to the people doing security at the supermarkets. It's not easy. You're dealing with grumpy people. You know. Are these little skirmishes are going to happen. Um, I think the... I think the, I think the good things that have come from the pandemic, I mean it's not a good pandemic really, they have not, there's no vaccine, there's no cure, um, which is why some countries went into lockdown fairly early, I think Australia, because I had just come back from Australia, from living in Australia, and it was just supreme timing actually, um, They sort of went into a level 3 type lockdown. Um, But they, you know, and everyone's home from school over there now. It was sort of a very slow approach, and that's the approach they decided to take over there. And while we went into a full lockdown fairly fairly quickly, Mm. straight away, I think the advantages of the lockdown is that everyone has been able to spend more time within their bubble with their families. Um, you've been able to concentrate on things that you need to do, whether that's exercise, work, or catching up with people. And it's really, I, I think from my point of view, you're able to figure out what the next step is. Um, I was actually in the throes of moving, and you're not allowed to do that at the moment for moving house. And probably an alert level 2, I'll be able to do that. Alert level 3, I'll be able to look for a house, a rental. Alert level 2, I should be able to move um, into my own place. So it's... And I think the other thing is it's really encouraged people to support your local business. And it's made people realise that New Zealand particularly re- realise a lot of imported stuff. Stuff brought in from overseas manufacturing, and this is what happens when you close manufacturing down, when you close all the big factories down, and you rely, and parallel importing, and you rely on overseas cheap stuff, and so there's been a big resurgence in supporting local business. So, we to from here? I think people will probably be, people are generally... In my experience has been very good and very happy and very helpful. I think from what I've seen, I think all the dogs that are normally... I think the dogs are getting a bit... People for people who are pet owners and own dogs. I think all the dogs are very surprised because normally not everyone's home. I think there's going to be the fittest dogs ever that are home because their owners are home at the moment. There's been a big resurgence in Zoom. Using the Zoom app to have family meetings to have um, conference calls, to run fitness classes, many fitness classes online and trainings. It's been an interesting twist. And as a physical person, for me, um, that's been great. And there's been a lot of options. And uh, here in New Zealand, the national TV station, Channel One, has partnered up with one of the big fitness brands, gym brands, Started here in New Zealand, Les Mills, and they've provided free workouts, free classes on TV every day at nine o'clock and at two. And that's not a plug for Les Mills. I don't work for them, but if they feel like sending me a T-shirt or a free membership, that would be great. And it's just, it's amazing, just amazingly presented. And, um, you know, just the fact that you're able to access that for free on TV. It's great. And they have another class in the afternoon. On TV Two for kids. And that's focused primarily for families and kids. It's a fitness class. Fitness dance class. But it's cool. So I think that's been the advantage of being in lockdown. I think the key is to become more aware. And it's made people more aware of their health and fitness. And I know for me... It's made me think about my health and fitness. I'm fairly fit. I'm not worried about getting COVID. And it might sound very arrogant. Because it is arrogant. But it's made me think about my health and getting myself back to a healthy point. That I should be in a fit. And to work on my fitness because I should be very fit. Because I was a fitness instructor. Um, It's made me think about things like... um, you know, because you're not allowed to go to doc- for doctor's consultations at the moment. You have to do it over the phone. And I was like, before lockdown, I was like, I need to get some antihistamines. I need to get some iron stuff. Which you can get from the supermarket. But obviously, um, here in New Zealand, it's cheaper to get a, a larger prescription uh, from the doctor. And because I've been going to the doctor for the last 20 years and I'm living a little bit away from the doc- from the doctor I normally go to, and you've got to go through the process of, because he's are going to take all you on as a patient, righty, righty, right. So I've got to go through all that. Really, in the scheme of things, considering what's happening with the coronavirus, everything, it's really not that important. It's only important to me. So next week, I might need to hear back from my doctor to see whether he'll take me on as a new as a returning patient. Of course he will. But, um, you know, they've got to go through that whole process because they're obviously busy dealing with people with proper illnesses. Let's say it that way. Um, I guess my own... I don't really like to advise people, but I would make sure you check on your own personal health. And that's not just your physical health, that's your mental and your spiritual health. And and for those people that you care about, because people really psychologically really taken a hit the effect of lockdown can affect people in different ways and some people are robust and other people are not gather your own support crew whether it's friends or family doesn't have to be family but gather your own support crew and surround yourself with good people who in hard times you know that you know you know what i mean and these are hard times i think for quite a number of people that you can rely on, if not for physical support, for psychological support. Look after each other and be kind to each other and take care of each other. I think that's probably the biggest thing at the moment because while people are feeling down, are feeling insecure, they don't quite know what the future holds, a lot of jobs have been asked. Um, you know, just be gentle to people, be kind to people. Let them know you're there, and if they need a hand, and you can, within reason, get them a hand. So, for everyone during this pandemic time, as the majority of countries have gone into lockdown, take care, be well, please check out that group. I'm a survivor, Farm and Animal Sanctuary, their videos are funny, but besides that, they take great care of their animals. Um, become informed about coronavirus if you want to I think to be educated about it is good um, and particularly learn about how transmission um, from person to person can happen and it will inform you as to how you carry yourself out in the world as your alert levels start to drop support your local businesses and look after each other and be kind to each other that's all I can say Thank you for listening to podcast number four. I've, I know took me ages to record it. I will join you again in a fortnight for podcast number five, and I can't remember what the topic is, but I'll find, I'll figure that out <laughs> before I record the next podcast. Thank you for joining me. Take care. Be well. Look after yourself. And an alert level three. We will hear from each other again in. We will join each other again soon.